Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast, dedicated to modern sales and marketing, innovation, and leadership. Here's your host, Ian Altman. Hey, it's Ian Altman. Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. This week, it's a solo episode. And it's answering a question that I got in the Same Side Selling Academy, which is this. Someone shared with me, it was Chris, and Chris said, hey, look, Ian, so I've got a client who, man, we can help better than just about anybody out there. But they want us to follow this crazy process that they have in terms of their procurement process. And we know that their process isn't going to give them the best outcome, but this is the process they want us to follow. And instead, we want them to follow our process. How do we make that happen? Well, Chris, here's the challenge And I'm going to give you specific ideas on how we can actually help our clients see that we have an approach that would work really well for them. But it's a little bit, it's a little bit different than you might be thinking otherwise. See, if the client says, here's the process I want to go through to buy your stuff, and you say, no, 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 instead, we want you to follow our process to buy our stuff, meaning I want you to follow the process that we prefer when we're selling you stuff, we're probably not going to get their buy-in because they're thinking to themselves, no, no, this manipulation. Be like if you went to go buy a car and you said, well, so what I want to look at is I want to look at the invoice and I want to look at um, the past history of the vehicle. And the salesperson said, no, no. Instead, you tell us what you would be willing to pay for the car, and then we'll select the car for you. You'd be like, no, 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 I don't trust you to do that. That's not going to work. So instead, we need to take a slightly different approach because if all we want them to do is follow our process for making a sale, then no one's going to buy into that. So very often, organizations get stuck where they say, well, it's crazy because the procurement process they want us to follow is not in their best interest. So what can we do? Well, the first thing we have to do is actually open their eyes to the possibility that we have a way that will help them reach a better outcome. See, when I ask salespeople to map out the buyer-seller relationship or the buyer-seller interaction, everyone agrees that it starts with initial contact. We usually then listen to their needs, determine if we have a good fit, lay out a proposal, and then boom, we get a contract. And everybody's high-fiving. Yay, we got the contract. And very often when I ask people what's the finish line in the buyer-seller interaction, people say, well, it's the contract or the sale. Or someone in accounting might say getting paid. But what if you asked your client to tell you what the finish line is? Well, your client would say, well, the finish line is actually getting the results. Because let's face it, if the client, no matter what they pay, if they don't get the results they need, it's not a good deal, is it? So you can almost ask yourself, how much less would someone have to pay for it to be a good deal, but they do not get the results that they need? So if we know that, if we know that results are the things that really matter, then in order for us to map out a process for the client that they will be willing to follow – We can't map out the sales process we want them to follow. Instead, we have to map out what it takes to get us from where we are right now, which is this initial meeting, 
to the end, and the end is where they get the best results. So if the client said, well, so here's our process. We want you to go through this. We want you to give this demo. We want you to check off these boxes. Um, We want you to go through this assessment. We want to have a demo and all these things that may not meet their needs. The first thing we have to say is, and this this is the initial piece of this is a concept from my buddy Phil Jones' book, Exactly What to Say. And Phil says that one of the great questions you can ask is, how open-minded would you be? And then fill in the blank. Because the alternative to being open-minded is what? Well, you could say it's being closed-minded, or you could say it's being a jerk or something with profanity. But the bottom line is, open-minded is something that people generally want to be considered as being open-minded. So what we could say is, well, there's a number of different ways that we've seen clients implement these concepts before. And some are wildly successful, and some don't generate the same sorts of results. How open would you be to hearing about a process that we found goes between now all the way through confirming results at the end that we found generates the best results for our clients? Well, most people aren't going to be opposed to that process. And what I want to do is I want to lay out for you the different elements that you should include as part of that. And keep in mind, if all you do is focus on the sales part of it, then you're not really looking out for your client's best interest. So what you may even do is start towards the end of the process where you say, look, one of the things we want to make sure of right out of the shoot is that we know what success looks like. So let's imagine that we've already implemented this solution for you. What are the two or three things that we can measure together so we know whether or not we've been successful? And the client says, well, okay, gee, let's go through that. They may struggle with it, in which case you might want to say to them, here are some of the things that other people have measured to make sure that they're getting the results they need. Would those be applicable for you? The idea is that I want to start with how are we going to measure success together? It happens to be the lower left quadrant and the same side quadrants. That's in page 76 of the same side selling book. But the idea is that we want to focus on their measurement of success and then say, well, so who would need to be involved on your end to make sure that we actually achieve those results? And the client might identify some other people and say, okay, so in order for us to get to that point where, where we implement that, what could, get, what could get in the way of that? What could go wrong along the way? And then people will map map out that. And the idea is that we work from the end backwards to where we currently are. And by defining this, what we can do is say, look, some of the steps that have proven to be most effective for our clients are these specific steps. Here's the sequence that we follow together. And I'll give you an example. Let's say that you're selling to – you're you're selling into – a, a large enterprise pharmaceutical company and they want to run you through their procurement people and all that. And what we might say to them is, look, eventually procurement always needs to get involved. Right now it may be premature because I'm not quite sure we can help you yet. Would you be open to me laying out for you the specific process we found to be really successful in generating the best results for other pharmaceutical companies? And they'll probably say, sure. Okay. So in this manufacturing area, what we found works best And keep in mind, I want to make sure we understand what are we going to measure at the end. So they'll tell you that and say, okay, in order to get to that measurement, 
what we found is that initially what we do is we lay out all the requirements and understand exactly what we're trying to solve and we document it so we can all nod our heads and say, yep, that's what we're trying to do. The next step after that is for us to look at it and say, can we actually achieve that result? If we can, then we need to get this role and that role involved on the manufacturing side. We need to make sure we get their buy-in that this can actually accomplish what they feel needs to be done so we're not missing anything. At that point, then we would get procurement involved because if it looks like we have a solution that can meet your needs, then we need to make sure that we have the process nailed down for how we can achieve that. But at this point, we don't yet know where we need to be. And so what we've just done is made it so that the client now sees that, ah, you have a process that makes sense and you're not trying to circumvent our procurement people. You're just trying to bring them in at the right time. And the idea is that what you need to do is literally on a sheet of paper, write down for a good outcome who's involved at each step along the way. And then think about what tasks need to be done at each step and what the milestones are for each step that move it forward. You want to think of it almost like a project plan. And then the idea is that with this project plan, we can now share this with the client and say, here's the roadmap that we would follow. How open are you to at least considering this as a way that might help us mutually reach the best outcome? Because the last thing we want is for you to spend money and not get the results. We don't want our team to be frustrated not knowing what it is you're trying to accomplish. And if we can't help you, we want to make sure you know that as quickly as possible so you can reach the right outcome. So in taking this approach, what we're doing is we're putting ourselves on the same side as our client or, or prospect because we are now putting a top priority on the results that we're trying to achieve. Then we're working backwards with them that says, here are the steps we take to actually get there. And what you'll notice is we are now co-building a plan together that helps us reach the correct outcome for the client that actually includes the entire sales process. But we're not identifying it as part of the sales process. We're just saying to get you from where we are today, this initial discussion about what you're trying to solve, to the best results, here are the steps we're going to follow together. And here's who needs to be involved at each step on our end and your end. And here are the decisions we're going to make along the way. So early on, you're going to share with us what you're trying to accomplish and what the impact is of not solving that. And we're going to evaluate whether or not we can actually solve that sort of problem. And then we're going to define what the solution needs to look like and what the results are that we're going to measure. And we need to make sure, once again, that we can actually deliver that. And if it looks like we can, then we want to make sure that we get procurement involved and other people involved so that we're not missing anybody important in the process so that we make it as streamlined as possible to get you these results as quickly as possible. Now, here's a little, a little tip that you can use. If somebody says to you, yeah, those are the results we're looking for, we can then ask a two-part question. The first question is, so when's the latest you would like to see those results? And when they give us that information, you write that down and say, okay, great. So that's the latest you'd want it. So ideally, when would you like that to happen? And in almost every case, your client is going to give you an earlier date than the first date they gave you, which means they are pushing the urgency, not you. So hopefully this gives you some insight. Let me just kind of recap the key information you can use. 
when somebody presents a crazy plan that is not in your best interest and probably isn't in the client's either, we want to make sure that we focus first on results and outcome. And we ask them, what do you want to measure at the end of this process to know that we're successful? Then we want to make sure that we're identifying from the end of the process where they're measuring results all the way back to where we're at right now, who needs to be involved and what the milestones are. And we ask them, how open would you be to a process like this that we found generates the best results for our clients? And candidly, some of your clients are going to be resistant to that. And what I would suggest is those people may not be as serious about the results as other people, and you may not want to go through the process with those organizations. I encourage you to kind of keep tabs of that, and you might find that the people who aren't willing to go through that sort of process end up not being good clients in the long run. So make sure to take the time to focus on their results and map out that plan And my belief is that the clients who are the best fit for you are going to embrace that and you'll be working from the same side. Remember, this show gets its direction from you, the listener. There's a topic you think I should cover or a guest I should have on the show. Just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. Have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everybody can embrace, especially your customer.